Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Real World Talks. My name is Lourdes Torres, and I work in career development at the Chaplin School. Good morning, everyone. My name is Kathy Martin, and I also work in the Career Services Office at the Chaplin School. Hi, everyone. My name is Natalie St. Rami, and I also work at the Chaplin School in the Career Development Office. Well, thank you ladies for joining me. This is our first podcast and I'm super excited to start a new journey um, with you all. Um, so this podcast is mainly focused on real world talk. So just talking about anything from industry to what's going on, careers, anything real world. So um, I thought we might start off with um, talking a little bit about our roles in career development and what we do just so that the listeners have a feel of who they are listening to. So um, my role is um, corporate relations. So mostly I manage developing relationships with companies and engaging them on campus in any way, shape, or form. So that can involve recruitment, speaking in classes, and just any sort of student interaction with within those organizations so hi everybody um, um my role is an assistant director of career and development so for me i work directly with the students um and it can be current students as well as any alum um, i mostly help you with getting to your career aspirations um and that can be in the training aspects of helping you create your resume or tweaking it, um, prepping you for interviews. I also do various of different type of workshops. Um, and I also um, manage the career services team in Tangent, China with our Marriott program. Awesome. So myself, I'm the program coordinator of the career development office. So I'm more so the intermediate between Lourdes and Kathy. I help market out the positions, whether it's internships, job positions, volunteer positions um, that we obtain with Lourdes from employers. And I market out to the students and I also tell Kathy so she can also relay it to the students. I also help coordinate our events and I complete other multiple tasks for our unit. Awesome. So um, in addition to that, I wanted to just touch a little bit upon um, our backgrounds and um, where we kind of started and what led us to being at the Chaplin School. So um, I guess I'll go ahead and start with me. So um, my first role ever was working um, in hotels. So I loved the customer service aspect. I was a front desk agent. That was my first job. And um, I really saw myself growing in the hospitality industry. Um, my eventual goal was to be a general manager of a hotel, but of course that has changed um, from that time frame. So um, I went from being a front office agent to then becoming a front office supervisor and really and truly something happened in that hotel, not with me, but there was an issue that happened at that particular property where they needed to get human resources involved. And that kind of sparked my interest. Um, and I became really interested in that particular um, aspect of employee services and employee relations. And so um, I decided to take a dive into HR, and then I transitioned over from operations and hotels to human resources within the cruise line. So 
I was working for Carnival Cruise Lines and um, I was hired um, as a receptionist to the human resources department, which no longer exists. That is now a human resources coordinator role. Um, but I was hired as a receptionist. And from there, I grew into becoming a human resources specialist. And that role really um, was a jack of all trades in terms of human resources. So I helped out a little bit with recruitment. Um, I also helped out benefits, payroll, transitioning employees from um, new roles, new positions, pay increases, et cetera. All that backend work was the role of the human resources specialist. Um, I did that role for a bit and then I became um, a recruitment coordinator within the recruitment department. And I was in charge of all of the relocation within the entire organization. I also scheduled and managed a lot of the executive level recruitment. So that meant vice presidents, directors, managers. Um, and at that time, while I was at Carnival, I was also doing my master's degree um, at FIU in educational leadership. And that really, really sparked my interest in terms of transitioning over to training and development. And that was really and truly my passion, human resources and training and development. Um, and my role as a recruitment coordinator really had nothing to do with training and development. So um, at that particular point, I had a conversation with the vice president of HR at that time. And um, really and truly their training and development department hadn't flourished and it was going to take some time. And me at that particular point, I was very headstrong and I really wanted to transition into my career. So um, I decided to take a dive into applying at FIU as uh, an employer relations coordinator. And um, I was hired as the employer relations coordinator at the Chaplin School in 2013. And I have been at the Chaplin School ever since. I was promoted to assistant director of corporate relations. And, you know, that's where I'm at right now. So that's a little bit about my career journey. That is amazing. <laughs> students, we actually understand how the struggle is in the hospitality industry because we have lived through it. <laughs> yes, yes, we have for sure. Um, so for me as well, um, I would say that my career has been mostly, I would say kind of like I call it of a competition or kind of my life between education and hospitality. Um, I was in the Academy of Travel and Tourism, which now is called Academy of Hospitality and Tourism. This is how old I am. And that was at Miami Springs Senior High. Um, and while I was there, uh, our senior some summer semester, we were kind of, we had to do an internship, um, which was great because I've always loved the travel and tourism um, world. So I chose the airlines industry. And I did an internship actually at um, Miami International Airport um, with American Airlines. Um, and it was probably one of the best summers ever. Um, I supported like ticket agents actually at the counter. Um, I also worked a little bit with actually right before you kind of get onto the plane, um, getting the passengers aboard. So I would say that kind of like maybe sparked everything for me um, through that I would say um, school and that program, I got a scholarship with, at, now it's known as a Black Hospitality Initiative Scholarship, but um, back then it was known as the VIC Scholarship, which is through the Visitors Industry Council of Miami. Um, and through that scholarship, you have to work while you go to school. So um, right afterwards, I 
kind of went ahead and I thought that I wanted to continue with the airlines industry, which the airlines industry is fun. It's amazing, but it's tough. Um, so I wasn't able to get a position within Miami International Airport. I actually got hired with America West, um, which is based out of Arizona. Um, and I had to do some training in Arizona. And to be very honest with you, Arizona was just not for me. Um, having 112 degrees at night just was a shell shocker. Um, but it was all good. And um, I tried it out. Um, nothing against the company, but I'm just really one of those uh, people that look for a company that values a lot in their employees. So while I was there, I just didn't feel like that was a fit for me. Um, and I was really lucky because while I was in school and I was applying between the airlines, I also had applied for a position at Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines. And they actually called me um, when I came back home. And I went to one of those big job fairs and I got hired in the spot as a peer agent, um, which was amazing. Um, at that particular time, all the cruise lines um, actually had their own peer agents checking in guests prior to getting on the cruise ships. Um, and after that, I got promoted to the corporate offices um, with Royal Caribbean. And actually I switched over to Celebrity Cruises and I became a corporate guest relation. From there on, I stayed with Royal Caribbean and, um, and Cruise Lines through another uh, promotion for about almost four years. Um, it was a great run, um, but I got an opportunity to switch over and I call it kind of cheating on the hospitality industry and went into um, actually earlyhood child education. Um, and I, I was actually uh, a co-teacher for pre-K students um, with disabilities, one of the most rewarding jobs I've ever taken in my life. Um, and I did that for a while, about two years. And then while I was there, I told my co-teacher, I was like, man, I miss the industry. Um, and she says, I can tell that you have like this juggle of passion between education and hospitality. I'm like, yeah, because I miss dealing with crazy people and crazy guests and them yelling and going helping them with their issues. So um, I actually got an opportunity to kind of jump back into the industry. Um, this time I was really, really fortunate and kind of got an opportunity to go into human resources. Um, I did that for a while. Um, and actually that's kind of where I started to think maybe HR is for me. Um, I just didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, but at the company that I was in, which is at Fountain Blue, um, our VP at that time believed that no one individual just did their role. So for example, I was a coordinator there. Well, actually I started as a receptionist and then got promoted to a coordinator. Um, and as a coordinator, I kind of was like a jack of all trades, um, kind of a little bit like Lourdes, I think as, and she can relate to me as receptionists and coordinators, you know, the better, the more great you do, they will dump more things on you, which is fun and it's great. Um, <laughs> but through that, you kind of start figuring out, uh, this is not for me, maybe I like to do this. So I was supporting, um, doing terminations, layoffs, write-ups, um, investigations, supporting benefits. Um, I started supporting our training development director. Then I started helping out with recruitment. Um, and I think that as much I was dying and probably inside going crazy because really and truly I was supporting probably one of the biggest HR teams that I've ever worked in, which was about 16 of us. Um, I kind of now thank back my VP in a sense because through that I realized what I really liked in human resources, which was recruitment and training development. Um, so after that, I kind of took a little change, a different sector. Um, I actually went to the hotel uh, condo sector of the industry and got a job at Trump International Beach Resort. 
um, which a lot of people don't know that that hotel, um, their actual rooms are individually owned condo units. Um, so I was supporting um, my, our owner's relations manager. It was just a small team of us two, and we were actually working in accounting. Um, and we basically ran the revenue and all the units in that hotel, which was a little bit over 300 units there. Um, and within six months, um, she left and they offered me her position. So I took it and that was a great adventure. Um, my hours increased from thinking it was a Monday through Friday job that up to maybe 55 hours a week. Um, but actually it was a really great, I would say, journey in my um, career because through that it challenged me. I always told everybody I'm not a finance girl. I would never work in accounting. Little that I know that my role fell under accounting. So um, I did that for a while and then I got an opportunity or I saw actually a posting um, for human resources within training and development. And I kind of was like, maybe this is a sign because I kind of been missing out on the HR world. And um, I reached out to one of my contacts, actually funny enough, um, she was the um, prior career services director at the Chopham School prior to our team. And um, she kind of told me that she had a contact there. And from there, I got hired at the Lowe's Miami Beach Hotel as their training and development coordinator. Within that role, I managed all trainings, so orientations, brandings, rebrandings. I also um, managed all employer relations events. So every single event for the employers at the hotel, I went ahead and I managed them. Um, and I did that role for almost about two years and I loved it. I really, really did. I think what I tell everybody, what I love most about human resources, and I think Lourdes and I, we always talk about this, is we love what we do for our team members, you know? Um, and my team members at that hotel really were kind of like my fire, um, helping them um, get trained or helping them achieving their career goals or solving any issues really was kind of like my fire. Um, and it was the best part of my job, I would honestly say. Midway through my time there, um, actually one of my colleagues, she um, transitioned out and she was our recruitment manager. And um, they had to kind of put someone in the role in the meantime until um, they uh, got that position filled. So they split uh, her rows of recruitment coordinator between myself and my other colleague. So then I was managing training and development, employee relations, and then um, aspects of recruitment. Um, and it was fun. It was great because I actually really love recruitment. So I love to interview candidates and um, figure out kind of like if they're a fit for the hotel and if they're a fit for that position. And then I get to train them. Um, but then, um, funny enough, before my colleague left, we were having like this heart to heart reading horoscopes. And um, she said, like, what's next for you? And I'm like, you know what, like, I kind of like, want to do something in education and she's like well you've always been like in and out of education with with work and like teaching and I'm like yeah and then she actually called me in the next day and she's like you're gonna die but I found this job for you and I was like really and she's like yeah and so she showed me the posting and it was actually the career development coordinator at the Chaplain school at FIU and I said shut up and then she's like you gotta apply today so I did apply and Lord, this night joke around this because she said that I stalked her and Shivani and I probably did, <laughs> but um, it actually worked out that I got hired um, and it was probably like, the best move that I've made. I've been with 
the chaplain school and the career services office since 2014. And I tell everybody, I absolutely love, love, love my role. Um, working with students is probably one of the best rewardings um, for myself and I'm sure for us. Um, but for me, I love it because when students tell me, oh, the struggle, I'm like, yeah, I know the struggle. The struggle is real, but it's great. It's fun. And we can really help our students because we understand we've walked in their shoes and know how the industry is. And that was me. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, so my background is basically not many people know this about me, but when I was 14, I actually started working. I started working in a little cafe in Opalaka called Jazz Cafe. It was a summer job prior to me starting high school. I can say that job helped me with many of the qualities that I have now in terms of the customer service and my work ethic and speaking to others. Um, after that summer job, obviously I was in high school. Um, when I came to college, um, I started off working at the chaplain school as a student assistant at the front desk. Um, while working there, I was also in school for chemistry and my initial career path was actually to become a pharmacist. Shocker. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I went to school for chemistry for four years and I also worked at the front desk for a couple of years. Um, many people at the office saw how hard I worked, and I also worked closely with development at the time with the different tasks they would assign me. And they asked me whether I wanted to work as an admin assistant for them, and I agreed. Um, and that was after graduation. Mind you, I was still on the path of becoming a pharmacist. But while working there, I sort of realized that pharmacy may not have been for me. So I kind of dove into what I was working in and development. And I guess it opened my eyes to a whole new world of working for, you know, foundations, more so working with financial scholarships with students. Um, I worked there for about a year and a half, um, but things came up personally and the workload I can say was a bit much for me so I know I just needed to take a step back and focus on myself and to see you know about my family and the things that I wanted to do in life so I took a step back and I saw an opportunity with um, career development they were looking for a program coordinator and I said why not let me apply I did like um, helping my indirect supervisor with organizing events for development and with this position as a program coordinator for career development i kind of work closely more with the students as well and the employers so that intrigued me a bit so here i am awesome well now that the listeners kind of know a little bit more about us and our background and what we do. Um, I thought it was, it would be super important for us to touch upon what's going on right now in the world and in our industry with COVID-19. Um, so this has really affected us um, 
overall in terms of our department and how we are operating um, and what we're doing. So um, for me personally, um, it's been rough kind of transitioning from going into the office every day, you know, seeing you guys, you know, interacting <laughs> on one to now kind of working from home and being surrounded by two fluffy kittens who are constantly wanting attention. Um, but um, I think for me at least, and I know for you guys, it'd probably be the same. Um, what's most important is just making sure that we touch points with all of our students and make sure that they're okay. And if there's anything that they need, they can come to us and we're going to be there supporting them um, with anything that they need. Um, Natalie and myself have been working together to host a lot of virtual events right now, being that we can't do them um, on site. So um, that's been a huge transition, transitioning from doing a lot of in-person events to virtual events which is yeah. still great because it's important for all of our students to still have that touch point with our employers and with us. Um, and I know Kathy has been meeting with students a lot um, virtually and, um, you know, this is going to be the new norm, at least for the time being. So um, it's been, it's been a challenge. I don't know how it's <laughs> kind of affected you guys, but me personally, that's just how it's kind of affected me. And you know, having a husband who is a mail carrier coming home from work every day, I, you know, the first thing I tell him when he walks to the door is, wash your hands, don't touch my cats, and don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't touch me, wash your hands. Um, he's, you know, consistently exposing himself to, you know, all of his customers every day, and it's just, it's a scary time to be living in, but how we adjust and how we pull through is most important, so. Um, that's just how it's kind of affected me in, in a way. For sure. Um, I think for me, I think, well, definitely my team knows and a lot of my students know that um, I have two little angels, sometimes not angels, but they're amazing. Um, and if you hear them in the background, mommy has literally told them they could play PS4 for like an hour if they let mommy <laughs> just have some quiet time for a pot. Um, but I think it's, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, like, it's scary. It's something different. Um, I think for myself, I was always one of those individuals and I, we've talked about it a lot that like, I like to be in front of people, you know, like I like to talk and engage and see, and this has been a really adjustment. I feel like sometimes like life throws things at you to be like, haha and challenge you. And this has been one, um, I guess, because not only am I now adjusting to working from home, but then I have my two, I have to now have two little ones who are in two different grade levels. And then I become now a teacher for first grade and a teacher for pre-K. Mm -hmm. And um, then um, they want snacks and they want not just peanut butter and jelly. They want like Easy Mac. So sometimes in between our calls, I have the best team ever because they'll hear, where's my grilled cheese? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm just trying to work. Like I'm on a call. They don't care. <laughs> but, um. I feel like, you know, with that, um, I sometimes, and I keep telling myself that I need to be thankful and humble that, you know, um, A, you know, we're healthy, you know, knock on wood, and that my family is okay, my friends are okay, my colleagues, my team is okay, and that we have our jobs, because I think the more that Lourdes and Nat and I talk and we see how this industry has impacted, number one, our students, which is really, you know, heartbreaking, 
for a lot of them that have lost their jobs or in temporary furloughs, um, that's scary, you know? Um, so for us, even though we miss being, we call it kind of in our cozy home of the chaplain school and, and interacting with our colleagues, professors and students, you know, we still have our jobs, but there's others out there that are in similar situations to us, have bills and have families to support and just don't know how this is going to ride out financially for them. Um, so for me, I keep reminding myself, and I know where it is and that, we keep saying, you know, as crazy as it gets, it is new normal for us. We just got to continue to be humble and say how grateful we are, you know? Um, but I think that it's just, it's one of those times where I feel like it's a lot of like self-reflecting and being like home and like, I'm not an outside person, kind of am, but not. And I'm <laughs> like, all right, we got to go for a walk. I got to go outside. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I think that that's kind of like the adjustment here. And literally, it's funny because I tell my students I suck at Skyping. Like, well, guess what? I'm trying to be like the best Zoomer possible. <laughs> <laughs> um, because this is the new life of trying to still be there. If we can't be there in person that you can't see, is to still be available to be just supporting them and whatever they need, even if it's just to be a listening ear. Because you know, we will get through this, um, and the industry is suffering now, but definitely it will bounce back, but it's just us being there, um, and to still continue to push, you know, professional goals and personal goals for ourselves. So that's kind of how I'm handling it over here. So I agree. It has been like a struggle at times working from home. So the one thing I struggled with in the beginning was just feeling stuck. Mm -hmm. especially in my room. So what I realized to do was to just change my environment. Um, like even working from outside, if I need to, I'll bring a table, I'll bring my chair and I'll sit outside for a bit or even in the kitchen or be around your family. If you are in like a family unit, it'll help a little more because you're so used to seeing like your coworkers and your colleagues and your peers at work who's around you. So that's one aspect I've been adjusting to. And like Kathy said, it's, we have to think about like other people as well and just be thankful for what we do have and realize that it's not forever. This is our new normal for now, but this is not forever. Yes, fingers crossed. <laughs> um, so now, We've come to the point in the podcast where we're going to do a segment weekly called um, Real World Talks Trivia. Yeah. And the way that this is going to work um, is Natalie is going to have a topic of the week and she will be asking Kathy and I questions pertaining to a specific subject. And Kathy and I will have to try to guess and see if we can figure out um, the questions that Natalie is asking us. Yeah. So, um, please. So, da, 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 da. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> All right, Nat, go ahead. What is the topic for this week? So the topic for this week is Disney. So we're just going to, well, I'm going to ask Lourdes and Kathy questions of like different Disney characters, Disney movies, <laughs> and I'm going to give them 10 seconds, <laughs> 10 seconds to answer each question. So oh, I'm going to no. give you guys five questions each. Oh, okay. <laughs> five questions? Five <laughs> questions. Thank God I had coffee. 
Gosh, <laughs> <laughs> do I need to go grab another cup? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Natalie sounds too so I'll start off easy. I'll start off easy. Who wants to go first? All right, I'll, I'll go first. Go, okay. go ahead, Kat. Go ahead. Okay. What is Simba's mother's name? Naya. Nia. It's Nyla. Nyla, something like it's with an N. <laughs> no, I was right. it's it's Sarabi. Nala was his significant other in the movie. Oh my god! Really? <laughs> I, who knows Sarabi? I'm sorry. <laughs> we know Mufasa, <laughs> not. <laughs> so let me give you another one. I think this will be an easy one. What animal was Tarzan raised by? Uh, it was a form of a monkey, um, mm -hmm. a big one. Yes, uh -huh. um, you have five. She seconds. was brown. She was a female. <laughs> Orangutan? No. Yeah. I give you have three seconds. Can I get a point for at least being in the monkey family? Okay, you can get half a point. Thank he you. was raised by gorillas. Oh my God, <laughs> gorillas! They're ah. oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay, maybe I'll give you guys three questions each. So this is no, your last so question, Kathy. <laughs> maybe do you um do you really do you want a Snow White question or an um let's say maybe okay Cinderella question? I'll give you that option since this is your last question. Which one do you feel more confident in, Cinderella or Snow White? Other one? Mm. Kathy? Yeah. Okay, so I'll we'll just know. move on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, what are the names of Cinderella's evil stepsisters? Is this for me, Natalie? No, it's for Kathy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, hmm. I think, honestly, Nat, I think she may have had to um, step out for a second. <laughs> no. Okay, hey guys, I'm back. I'm sorry, Nat, it's just, I lost you. Like, I heard, I'm gonna give you one more question. I heard Cinderella, which one would you like? So I was like, um, wait, what was the other option? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Snow White. Snow White or Cinderella? Oh, man, because I think I know where you're gonna go with, with Snow White. I don't know, it's just tricky. Okay, um, um, I'll do Snow White. Okay, so... What's the name of Snow White's prince? Are you kidding me? I thought you were asking dwarfs. <laughs> I thought it would be easier. <laughs> oh, I know he kissed her. <laughs> okay, let me give you option. option. Okay, I have an option. Is his name Prince Florin or Prince Philip? Oh my gosh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Prince Philip, maybe. Yay! <laughs> yes, yes, you are correct. His name is Prince Philip. Oh. He has one and a half points. 
Oh so my God. Out of three. I'm scared. So, Lourdes, no. are you ready? <laughs> I think I'm you think you can win? I don't know. I'm, <laughs> fingers crossed. I, I have no idea. These sound really hard. <laughs> so, okay. So, your first question, let me see. I'll go easy on you. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, what did Aladdin and his monkey Abu steal from the marketplace when they first are introduced in the movie? Oh, no. I can give you options if you want. I'll give you this. this you, want an op you want options for this? Um, you know what? Hold on. Uh, let me think. How, how long do I have to answer this question? How many seconds? <laughs> you have eight seconds. <laughs> I'm, I'm in between an apple and a melon because I know it was one of those two. I think I'm going to go with, I think I'm going to go with melon. And you were right with the apple. <laughs> okay, wait, let me go for another one. Who was the first Disney princess? Oh, wait. Okay. Um, now, like, for these, I'm kind of like, it has to be either Sleeping Beauty or Snow White. Um, Snow White? Yes! It is Snow White. Look, okay. Lourdes is coming after you, Kathy. Who asked who, what is Simba's mom's name? <laughs> I never heard Nairobi or what. See, I still don't remember her name. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, this is the last question. If you oh. answer this right, you're taking it off, Lourdes. Okay. Okay. Who did Pocahontas' father want her to marry? <gasps> oh, oh no. Oh, that guy. Who remembers his name? What is this? <sighs> Shoots. It's not John Smith because that's who. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> but what? Didn't he have the same name? Wasn't it also John? No, he had like a different you name. You have five seconds. <laughs> oh God. Okay. I think I'm just gonna go with John. And it was Coham. But let's, get, I'll give you guys both a, bo a bonus question. A bonus question. Would you guys like that? Lourdes, I think Natalie's having way too much fun. I mean, wow. I got you on this trivia, Natalie. I want next round. <laughs> Go for it. It's fine. I'm joking. I can't. Okay. <laughs> this is a bonus question. Whoever answers first wins the whole game. Oh, my God. Lord. What is the name of Mulan's pet dragon? Mushu? Yes! Lourdes wins the game! Mushu <laughs> <laughs> is correct. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Hopefully she'll make it easier next time. <laughs> I doubt it. Not the way she was like, are you ready? You know, I, 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 I Natalie, mm -hmm, I got you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh lord okay well this was great um if any of you listeners have any um topics of conversation for our next podcast please let us know 
just e send me an email at logomez at fiu.edu and I will collect the topics and your topic may be featured in the next podcast. Um, if you have any questions for us, you know, please feel free to send them to me as well. Or if you have any topics for our Real World Talks trivia, please send it to me and we may feature it on the next podcast. Thank you so much, ladies, for joining um, and gentlemen for joining us today on our <laughs> podcast, <laughs> Real World Talks. And we will chat next week. Thank awesome. you. Thank, Thank you. you, guys. Thank you.